Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I want to invite you to stay updated with me on social media and see what we are doing in the ministry. You can follow me on Facebook at John Wallace. You can follow me on Instagram at Jonathan R. Wallace. And you can follow our YouTube page at New Beginnings Huntington. I pray this message builds your faith and gives you revelation. Let's get ready for the Word of God. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this video today. Uh, If this is your first time, I want to thank you for clicking on this. I pray that this helps you. I pray that this builds your faith. And I'm so thankful that the Lord led you to my video and to watch this. Before I get into this, I want to ask you guys to help me with a a few things. Number one, if you will interact with this post, hit the like button, hit the heart button. You can hit the laugh button, the angry face button. It really doesn't matter to me. Uh, any interaction actually helps us break that social media al- uh, media algorithm and share this to more people. So interact with this post, comment, uh, jump on. We'd love to see where you're watching from. We'd love to hear from you. So interact, comment. Number two, if you will do something, if you will share this broadcast, post it to your timeline, tag friends in this. We're going to be talking about something that I personally feel like 90% of people, I mean, maybe that's even on a low scale. of Christian people struggle with this. And this is going to help a lot of people. This is something that's going to be very simple, short and straight to the point. And so tag some people in this, post it on your timeline, send it to somebody, a messenger. Sorry. Uh, It'll help us out. Share the word of God. Amen. So if you're tuning on, you see the title of this broadcast, How to Find Purpose This Year. How to Find Purpose This Year. I'm going to be helping you answer a question that many people have. Many people, and me included, have asked this question at one point in my life, and many people are still pondering this, uh, wanting to find answers in regards to, how do I find my purpose? How do I know what I'm called to do in life? What am I called to do? I know that I'm placed here for a reason. I know that some preacher down the road told me that God's got a plan for me, that God's got a purpose for my life, but I'm really working a job I don't love. I'm living a life that just seems empty, that seems like I'm just wasting time. Maybe I'm alive, the lights are on, but no one's home. Like I I don't have joy, I don't have fulfillment, and I know in my heart that I'm not on the path that God has for me, that I'm not doing the thing that the Lord's called me to do with my life, and I don't know what that thing is. I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you a very simple biblical key that will help you find the answer to that question this year. I'm going to believe with you that 2021 is going to be a launching year for you. It's going to be the year that the Lord launches you, that you don't live one more year uh, getting to the end of 2021 feeling like, what did I even do this year? I just put in another year at a job that I don't like and and a career that doesn't interest me, feeling empty, feeling void, and I still feel like I'm yet to find that thing that the Lord has called me to do on this earth. I'm going to show you where to look for that call. There's a place that you can look to to find the purpose, to find the will of God, to find the the call of God on your life. You can find it and discover it and walk in it this year. Can you say amen to that? If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Romans 15, 19 through 21. Romans 15, 19 through 21. Paul said, They were convinced by the power of miraculous signs and wonders and by the power of God's Spirit. 
In this way, I have fully presented the good news of Christ from Jerusalem all the way to Lyricum. Sorry if I butchered that name. Just a little quick nugget of theology for you. You know, Paul actually said that in order to fully and properly present the gospel, it has to be accompanied by signs, by miracles, by power, by signs, by miracles. He said that whenever he preached the gospel, he actually fully communicated and presented the gospel properly because they believed due to the signs, the power of the Spirit, and the miracles that took place that backed the message that he was preaching. So anybody that has this idea that God doesn't heal today, God doesn't do miracles today, that was something that just died off and it's not for today, that was for the apostles then, well then that means that we can't even fully preach the gospel today because the Bible teaches in order to fully preach the gospel, the gospel must be accompanied by these things. You can see it for yourself, Romans 15, 19 through 20. So look at verse 20 now. It says, My ambition has always been to preach the good news where the name of Christ has never been heard, rather than where a church has already been started by someone else. This is going to help you so much. I'm going to give you a scripture right now that will help you find the answer to that question. How do I find purpose this year? What is God's purpose for my life? He says, my ambition, Paul said, this is my purpose. My purpose is to not, you know, just spend my life going back to the same, same churches, even though he did travel and he did go back and build the faith of the believers and, uh, you know, the groups that he started, the churches that were started in the towns that he ministered in. That was something that he did. But he said, my ultimate purpose is not to continue to sow seed where there's already a field that has a harvest on it. He says, my, my purpose in life, my ambition is to take this message to ears that have never heard it, to places that have never heard the name of Jesus. This was a call from the Lord. Now Paul's about to show you where did he receive this call from the Lord. He says this in verse 21, I have been following the plan. Can you say the plan? I've been following the plan. What was the plan? To take the gospel to people that had never heard it, to ears that had never heard it, to regions and cities and communities that had never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. This was the plan. Look, where did he get this plan? Did he just come up with it? Did someone call him into it? Where did he get this plan? He says in 21, verse 21, I have been following the plan spoken of in the scriptures. Where it says, those who have never been told about him will see, and those who have never heard of him will understand. Amen. Y'all, I'm sorry, my nose is itching for some reason. That nose demon, <laughs> some people would say. He says, I've been following the plan spoken of in the scriptures. Those who have never been told about him will see, and those who have never heard of him will understand will understand. You know, guys, people overcomplicate this so much. You know, so many people are just like waiting. They're just praying. They want to see a, a, a cloud in the sky that looks like a, you know, Lord, should I be an evangelist? Should I go into government? Should I be a teacher? I want to see, you know, show me a cloud of an apple. 
If you show me an apple in the sky, then I'll know that I'm supposed to be a teacher. You know, if you'll, if you'll show me a, a, a sign of the flag in my soup, in my pea soup while I'm eating, my alphabet soup, and it says USA, I'll know that I'm supposed to pursue government. People look for signs in the weirdest places. Or they'll sit there and they're just like waiting for, for this voice from heaven to say, you know, uh, Brad. This is what you are supposed to do. You are supposed to be a school teacher. You know, they're waiting for some kind of voice to speak from them in that way. Paul said this is not how it worked for him. He says he was following the plan spoken of in the scriptures. I hope this isn't freezing on you guys. My computer's lagging a little bit. Amen. And I kind of want to point a few things out to help you understand this. To help you understand where direction comes from. And I'm not saying the angels can't speak to you. And I'm not saying that you can't have visions and dreams and prophetic words. I, my spiritual mentor that I sit under his ministry, follow his ministry, Jonathan Shuttlesworth. You know, he was eight years old when an angel spoke to him. He walked into his room getting ready for bed. There was an angel of the Lord that told him what he was to do. That happens to people. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. Uh, you know, that kind of thing does happen. But I want to point out a, a very significant thing that will help you, us, just common people, find the purpose and will of God for our life. A few things I want to point out. Paul had an open vision. And, and this is going to come to a point. Paul had an open vision. When he was uh, knocked off of his horse on the road to Damascus, he actually saw Christ. He heard a voice that spoke to him. He had a supernatural experience. But is this where he got the purpose and found the, the plan that he was to walk on for his life? Is this where he found the plan and the call to his ministry in this encounter? No, it wasn't. Paul was actually taught by Christ as well. In Galatians chapter 1, Paul was supernaturally taught by Christ. You know, he says that, I don't know if it was in a vision. I don't know if it was, you know, just by the Spirit. It doesn't really, it doesn't really specify, but Paul was supernaturally taught by Christ. Here's my point. Here's my point. When Paul wrote this in Romans 15, verse 21, he doesn't say, I've been following the plan that, that was spoken to me in a vision. I'm following the plan that was spoken to me by an angel of the Lord and told me what I'm supposed to do. I'm following the plan that, that was spoken to me when I was taken up to the third heavens. And, and Jesus unfolded all these things that I was supposed to do with my life. That's not what happened for Paul. He says, I've been following the plan spoken of in the scriptures. In the scriptures. This is where you find your purpose for this year. Write this down. Here's my point. Your purpose in life is found in the word of God. Your purpose in life is is found in the Word of God. Can you say amen? Your purpose in life is found in the Word of God. I'm going to kind of explain to you how this works. So, again, it wasn't a voice from heaven. St. Paul, this is what thou shalt do. Thou shalt go to where no ear has ever heard. You know, it didn't happen that way. This is what Paul says as he was reading, as it was written in the scriptures, he quotes, Those who have never been told about him will see, and those who have never heard of him will understand. What is the Bible telling us? That Paul, just like me, just like you, he was reading the word of God. And he comes upon that scripture. And as he's reading it, the Holy Ghost on the inside of him grabs a hold of it. 
And he's reading it and he's saying, those who have never seen will hear, will, will, will see him. Those who have never heard will understand. And he just says, boom, a light bulb goes off and he says, that's what I've got to do. I've got to take this burden began to just uh, arise from the inside of him. I've got to take this message to people that have never heard it. I've got to bring this word to people that have never seen it. And from that burden, from the scriptures, from the burden that was formed from the scriptures by the spirit on the inside of him, he knew the plan and the purpose of his ministry and his life on this earth. This is so that's an example of Paul. Your purpose in life is found in the word of God. That's how it was for Paul. That's how it was for Jesus as a man. Y'all think that Jesus, you know, he just had all these things divinely like and God did speak to him. God did speak when he was baptized. It says a voice spoke from heaven saying, this is my dearly loved son whom I'm well pleased with. A voice spoke from heaven a few times in Jesus's ministry. But where did Jesus get the plan? Where did Jesus uh, get the instructions on what he was to do? I'm going to show you. Look at this. Luke 4, 18 through 19. Jesus said this. He quotes. He, he went to the temple and it says he opened the Bible to the book, the scrolls to the book of Isaiah. And he reads this from Isaiah. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, recovery of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. As Jesus was a man, was reading through the book of Isaiah, studying the scriptures, he knew who he was, and the Lord, the Holy Spirit, revealed to Jesus that this scripture was talking about him. And so all of a sudden a light bulb came off on the inside of him and he saw, wait, this is talking about me. I am the Messiah. I am the Son of God. And this scripture says that I will, that God has anointed me to preach, to heal the brokenhearted, to bring recovery of the sight to the blind. So now Jesus knew his mission on this earth was to heal the sick, to cast out demons, to set the captive free, to preach and teach the good and favorable year of the Lord. Jesus found his mission and his purpose as a man on this earth through the word of God. This is the same way that it happened for me. Those are two biblical examples. Let me give you a personal example. Very practical, and I'm going to be wrapping this up very quick. When God called me to pastor, it was by his word as well. You know, it was the same way. As I began to read the word of God, as I began to read the word of God uh, over a span of a few years, I remember I went to Bible college. And I began to read this word every day and get this word on the inside of me. As I would read things, all of a sudden now things would just jump out to me. That burdens would start forming in my heart and would just begin to burden me and inspire me. And I would start just thinking and having visions about teaching and preaching and leading a church and building a biblical church that looked like the church in the Bible and bringing faith to people and laying my hands on the sick. I saw myself ministering to a congregation as I read through the scriptures. And from that burden, the Lord gave me instructions to pastor a flock, to pastor a church. I want you to write this down if you didn't get it. Your purpose in life is found in the Word of God. Amen. As you begin to read, I'm going to give you some practical things to look for, but as you begin to read, 
The Lord will speak to you through His Word and give you instructions about what your purpose is in life, what your ministry that you've been called to is. Even prophetic instruction. Uh, Yesterday, and if I play this in the future, I've released a word, a prophetic word recently that the Lord spoke to me about about the, the era of the kingdom. You know, that was about a season that we're entering into. A season that I believe that the world, that the earth is entering into. People, the church, are entering into this season. You know, and that wasn't just like some voice from heaven. People think prophecy, yes, it it can be dreams. You can have visions. You can have dreams. God absolutely does that. But it wasn't just like some voice that the Lord began to speak and was like, Okay, John, you know, pull out your pencil. Are you taking notes? Ready? And he just began to speak to me like I'm speaking to you. It wasn't, it, it didn't come that way. The way that it actually came was as I was reading the word, as I was reading the scriptures about the kingdom in the Bible, the Holy Spirit and spending time in prayer and fasting, the Holy Spirit began to pull these scriptures out and give me prophetic application for the future season, for the season that we're stepping into. Your direction in life comes from the word of God. Your purpose is found through the word of God. I want you to write this second point down, and I'm going to give you a few practical things, and I'm going to pray for you. Number two, write this down. God can't speak to you from his word if you're never in his word. God can't speak to you from his word if you're never in his word. Amen. So I want to encourage you. Get in the word of God. There's many people that are just like waiting for this voice to speak to them, waiting from an or waiting for an angel of heaven, a prophetic dream. Man, I sure wish the Lord would just show him, give me a dream like he gave Sally over there. I wish he'd give me a dream. Meanwhile, you spend no time in the word. You have no life in the word. And the revelation that God's wanting to give you about your life and your purpose is going to be found in the word. Amen. So let me say this. As you begin to read the word, start looking for things that jump out to you. Start looking for things that jump out to you. As you read the word, let me ask you this question, because this will help you discover and uncover what your ministry is and what your purpose is. Ask yourself this question as you read the word. And I'm not just talking about for five minutes. Or you're like, any, mini, miny, mo. Okay, no, get a life in the Word. Build a spiritual discipline when you're in the Word, reading a couple chapters of the Bible a day. Root your life in the Word of God and build that discipline in your life. And as you begin to do that, you know, over a span of, of time, begin to take note, what burdens me? What burdens me? For Paul, again, for Paul, it was he was reading through the scriptures and it started to burden him when he would see these scriptures talking about bringing the gospel to the people that have never heard, that have never seen. And they will hear and they will understand. I'm sure as he was reading through Psalms and he was reading through Isaiah and there's different little nuggets about the Gentiles and God, you know, expanding expanding the message, expanding past his Jewish people and bringing the nations in. You know, these nuggets stuck out to Paul and it began to form this burden on the inside of him and he knew what he was called to do. He knew he was called to take the gospel to the Gentiles. He knew where he was called to go. He, he, He said, I'm called to go the places. It doesn't, you know, if they haven't heard the gospel, that's where I'm called to go and preach the gospel. You actually see that modeled in his ministry. Many times he was just looking. Many times he was just looking, 
you know, uh, willing to go anywhere that he could share the word of God. And if the Lord didn't want him to go to that specific city, the Lord would speak to him through a vision, through a dream, or just would prevent him from being able to move forward in that direction because this was his burden. I just need to carry the gospel where they've never heard the gospel. Ask yourself the question, what burdens you? This is how many great men and women of God have built their entire ministries. For Oral Roberts, for T.L. Osborne, as they began to read the scriptures, you know, the, the ministry of healing the sick just burdened them. The ministry of healing the sick burdened them. They began to see the scriptures where, where Jesus healed the sick, where Jesus laid his hands on the sick, and then it began to form this burden. They needed to administrate God's healing and preach and teach God's healing. You know, for Kenneth Hagin, it was faith as he was reading the Bible, all of these nuggets about faith. God began to teach him through the word about faith. And he had this burden that formed on the inside of him from the word that the body of Christ needs the revelation of faith. He needed to teach Christians what faith was, how it worked, how you can have faith, what the fruit of faith is, what it will produce in your life. What burdens you? For Kenneth Copeland, I can just imagine, you know, he was reading the Bible and the things that began to stick out to him, the blessing of the Lord, the overflowing promises of blessing and prosperity that God has promised his children began to burden his heart. And he formed this burden started to form from the word of God that I have to tell somebody about this. I have to teach somebody about this, that the Lord is just giving me revelation about this subject that I just can't be quiet about. Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. Reading the scriptures, I'm sure he'll, he would tell you this himself, I imagine. I don't know him personally, but this is just how it is for so many people. Reading the scriptures. Actually, I've read his book, The Anointing, and he talks about this. As he read through the gospel in Acts, the gospels in Acts, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, in the book of Acts, the Lord began to teach him about the anointing, about the Holy Ghost what the anointing is, how to flow in the anointing power of the Holy Spirit. God began to teach him about these things. And it became a burden where he realized, I have to tell the world about this revelation that the Lord has given me. What burdens you? I'm going to ask you this question. What stirs you to the point where you say, I have to do something about this? Begin to take note of those things. As you read the Bible, what stirs you to the point where you feel like, I just can't sit still. I got to tell somebody about this. I got to do something about this. Maybe you're reading through the Bible and you see the ministry where, where Jesus talks about feeding the hungry. And it's just this burden. And you're like, man, I got to do something. This burden on the inside of you begins to form as you're reading the scriptures about people that don't have food and how the church's job is to resource and provide and be a light to the world and to bless those uh, and feed those that are hungry. Maybe it's kids. Maybe it's teenagers. Maybe as you read the scripture, God begins to develop a, a, a burden in your heart for the younger generation in preaching and teaching and discipling teenagers. Maybe it's children's church. Maybe everything that when God talks about kids and, you know, uh, about the kingdom and these little ones, God begins to speak to you and you have this burden about children and the importance of preaching and teaching and training up a child in the way that they should go when they're older, they won't depart from it. Little nuggets just start sticking out to you. Maybe it's sex trafficking. Maybe it's worship. Maybe as you read through the book of Psalms, it's like you just connect and it burdens you as David talks about worshiping the Lord and playing instruments and giving thanks and praise to God. It begins to burden you. 
You know, any way that this could apply, what burdens you? What stirs you to the point where you say, I have to do something about this? If you can begin to answer those questions, you will find the answer to what your purpose is in life. The Holy Ghost, as you read the Word of God, will begin to burden you uh, in specific areas, and you are to live according to that conviction. You are to follow the leading of the Spirit as He begins to reveal and place these impressions in, in your heart from the Word of God. So my question, how to find purpose this year? Begin to read the Word of God and take note of what stirs you and what burdens you and the revelation that the Lord begins to give you. I say this, find that wave and jump on it and see what the Lord will do in your life. I promise you, He'll begin to open doors for you. He'll begin to make your path straight. He'll, you'll begin to start understanding and seeing what your purpose is, what your calling is, where that comes into play, where you're supposed to do that, what that looks like. All those things will begin to unravel if you can identify the burden and the ministry that the Lord has placed on your life. Amen. I want to pray for you. Father, I pray that 2021 would be an explosive year for Christians. It would be a launching year for Christians. That there would be many Christians that are launched into every sphere of life. Into the government sphere, the business sphere, education, into ministry. Lord, that you are launching kingdom men and women out in 2021. That they are going to run. That they are going to see the plan from the scriptures just as Paul did by the burden of the Holy Spirit as they read the Bible and the scriptures. And they will run. They will run, Father. They will run with intensity. They will redeem the time. They will discover the thing that you've called them to do on this earth. And they will do it with excellence. And they will do it diligently. And they will take the kingdom of heaven to the area that you've called them to in life. Father, I thank you that that will come to pass this year in 2021. In Jesus' name, if you receive that, just lift your hands to the Lord and say amen. I receive it, Lord. Amen. If you guys want to give to the ministry, I want to give you a quick opportunity to do that. Uh, partner with us in taking the gospel forward. We're doing many things. We just had a week of revivals with uh, a week of revival meetings with evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. We're pursuing the harvest. We're pursuing the lost in this community. But we have so much more vision than just this small community. We're going to do way more. We're going to take the gospel as, uh, the gospel as far as we possibly can. We feed people. We provide food boxes every month. We give money to missionaries as a church. I'm just giving you a quick rundown. If you would like to sow into this ministry and sow into the kingdom and partner with us financially and, and give us a gift, you're going to see the options below. I'll have those things up. And I want to thank you. I want to thank you in advance and I want to pray for you. Father, I pray that nobody has to give to us. But those that sow into your kingdom, Father, I pray that that seed would go forth and it would multiply and that you would increase them and that you would enrich them in every way as they begin to sow and pour into your kingdom. Father, that as, as, as they take what's in their hand and place it in yours, you will take what's in your hand and place it in theirs. In Jesus' mighty name, let this come to fruition this year. Let the harvest come. I want you to begin to thank the Lord. The Bible says in Psalm 67 that thanksgiving and praise actually causes the earth to yield its harvest. So as you sow this seed, 
I want you to just begin to thank the Lord. Say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for multiplication. Thank you for increase. Thank you for everything that you've done. As you begin to thank the Lord, it will cause that seed to not only be fruitful, but it will cause it to, to uh, it will cause the earth to yield the harvest that is due to you. I bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this. I love you. God bless you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in with me as I shared the Word of God. If you would like to become more than just a casual listener and want to give to our ministry, you can do so in the following ways. For credit or debit, go to www.nbchuntington.org donate. For PayPal, you can send it to NBC Huntington. For Cash App, use dollar sign capital NBCHTX20. Thank you so much. I pray God blesses you abundantly. Until next time, this is John Wallace.